0: Good morning. Welcome to Letters to Daughter segments. This is Ebony Cherie of Kingdom Trends. And today I want to talk about coddling your kids. You know, growing up, I was the baby in the family. <laughs> baby to all my four other four siblings. And um, I would have to say at times, I felt like I was like, kind of just kept as that baby in the family you know I was a little ebony um you know my mom protected me sometimes it was a little overprotective sorry mom I love you um but there were times where I felt like you know when when you're a parent you could step in the gap for your kid. And there's just sometimes where your kid needs to fall. You know, there's sometimes where your kid is in the wrong for certain things or just in general, like you're trying to come at somebody like a teacher or authoritarian in your child's life and your ch- child is in the wrong. So my ask, I ask these questions as, are you coming for your kids, whoever, and on behalf of your children when your child is in the wrong? Like, you know, there's been several situations where I've seen certain parents, like, you know, go off on parents and uh, other parents or blah, 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 because their their pa- their child didn't do something, didn't do something. All, automatically, if you're a mom, you're going to be in mama bear mode, right? You're going to protect your child at all costs. But I remember watching a Tyler Perry uh, movie, I think it was, um, or a play. Uh, it might have been Medea gets a job and, you know, he sits there and he has a conversation. He was kind of getting some some things out there that I was like listening to I was like man he's, he's speaking the truth even quote-unquote as Medea like he was sitting there talking to one of the mothers who coddled one of her chil- children over the other one and she favored one over the other when the other one was doing her more wrong than the one that she was favoring you know what I mean so it was just like he was talking about how you know sometimes you got to let your kid fall you know sometimes we try to protect our children when God is actually trying to discipline them and I have seen that happen even in my own life. And My question is, are you coddling your kid? Are you going off on people on the behalf of your child when your child is wrong? You know, are you doing things, not really checking for the situation as it really should be? Are you checking with your child before you go off on that parent, you know, or go off on their teacher? Was your child disrespectful to the teacher? Was your child doing things out of turn that they shouldn't have been doing? And they came to you and you automatically just assumed that your child was right or didn't do nothing wrong. And you went to the teacher. Or you went to whoever it was, whatever the situation is, or that restaurant where they did give your baby your fries, and you want to go off. It's like we would be so quick to pop off or quote unquote clap back that we're not even checking in with our kids. It's like if I was that parent, I'm learning now. It's like no, 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 no. Nobody's gonna coddle you. When you're wrong, you're wrong. It's like I'm not gonna be that person. Like, and there were times where my mom really was like getting into me. Was like, no, that ain't right. I was like, you treating her like that, and blah 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 blah. That ain't right. Two wrongs don't make a right, Ebony, Like she would check me on that stuff. Like you know, of course parents are gonna protect your, their children, but but then at the same time, like I, I, I appreciate like the times where my mom was like, no, Ebony, you're wrong. As a parent, like you need to tell your child you're wrong, even in a situation where it has nothing to do with the parent necessarily, but it has something to do with someone else. It's like, or you know, like really try to give wisdom, not necessarily being biased because that's your child, you know, and I'm not a parent yet, but I'm learning so many different things now that I'm like, I'm going to take this into my, 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 my relationship with my children. It's like, if my daughter is wrong, like you have a choice to me. Like If you're making a bad choice, you're going to have to deal with that consequence of that choice. It's like, this is how treat, God treats us. He doesn't coddle us. He disciplines those he loves. And he also raises us up and he helps us to fall sometimes. And we have to persevere. You know what? Because we have to grow up. We have to grow up. We have to become adults. Your child is not going to be a child forever. And we need to stop coddling our children. And we need to stop allowing for our children to get away with stuff when they need to make better choices too. So that's pretty much just what I wanted to say on this segment, the letters to daughters and, you know, letters to sons too, you know, for those of you that have sons out there, Even though I'm not a parent doesn't mean that I don't have wisdom. It doesn't mean that I haven't seen situations. I also have been a nanny and I have been somebody who has helped to raise people and their children. And I have insight from God. I'm not, I don't know it all or anything, but I feel like before I become a parent, I need to learn a lot of these things now. Of course, when you have children, it's going to be a lot different, but I think sometimes we got to work on that, you know, even as parents. So I hope you guys were listening. I hope you take heed to what I was saying. And also most of all, what God says through me and you guys have a wonderful day. God bless. the ugly duckling so today i felt this need to cover some bases on feeling beautiful and knowing who you are inside and out um for the young ladies out there that may be listening teenagers specifically or any woman um there's just some things that i feel like we need to understand about ourselves and who we are um as women and how to love ourselves um at the core and making sure that God is at the forefront of that love because if you don't love God you don't have love you don't even know what love is you know what I mean because love is it's so fickle when it's human love but the God love that we have is so unconditional and when that love is inside of you you can unconditionally love someone even when they do you wrong. You may not put up with the stuff, but at the same time, you have this grace and knowing that God loves you. And since God loves you and you're infinite and inability to be perfect, (laughs) you can use that same measure to love others, you know? So there's a scripture that I want to go over and a little background about my love, (laughs) -love. self-love. I remember I had some issues with my self-worth due to the way that I felt about myself about, you know, it could have been things that were spoken over my life and my childhood, you know, even when people mean well, or just borderline, not feeling secure enough in myself. Um, but the beauty of the Lord, wiped over all of those stains and lies from the enemy and told me how beautiful I am and I remember when people used to say things when I was in college I would read the Psalms 139 over my life about being fearfully and wonderfully made and that is so true and I see a lot of scriptures and of that on Instagram and all over and it's it's a powerful 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 thing because when I started to read that scripture I actually started to believe what it said so words are powerful I posted on the Instagram page at kingdom underscore trends words produce and god gave me that because when he spoke in the beginning it was so so when we speak those things out of our mouth it will be so whether they're negative whether they're positive even if you speak self-doubt and self low self-esteem over yourself it will come and produce because you'll continue to stay in that cycle so god wanted me to share with you about feeling like the ugly duckling and how he made you beautiful and we need to know that in the beginning god said that everything he made was good he didn't say anybody was ugly he didn't call anybody the b word he didn't call anybody the n word he didn't call anybody the f word he called you good and to not only be good he said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made so when you were created in your mother's womb whomever you might have been however you might have gotten here whether in a marriage out of a rape whatever god produced you he knew that regardless When he spoke in the beginning, you're going to be fruitful and multiply. Whether you was going to be married or not, you come together with someone that's of the opposite sex, you're going to produce. (laughs) The odds of you producing are going to be high and you're going to make a child. And that's what he spoke in the beginning. So it was just like when the curse came over that everyone has to die because of the disobedience in the very beginning. If I got to die, and you see that coming to fruition when God spoke it was, and there was no retract back from that. So it's the same over our lies, over our hearts. So I'm telling you, it's so imperative that we read this word, and I'm still having to go back and stick to it and and listen to it. And it's not about being boastful, because I know sometimes people like, oh well, she cocky, she she all up and thinking herself there's one thing where God says well you love yourself more than me or you thinking yourself is this you think you're that make your boast in the Lord not yourself so it's very important to stay humble and feeling beautiful but it's like I'm only beautiful because God created me to be that not anything of myself because I didn't even make myself so with that said um I'm gonna go to the scripture 139 I'm going to start in verse 13 and it says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place when I was woven together in the depths of the earth and I'm going to stop there for one thing I'm looking at verse 14 and it popped out to me I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made not I praise me with social media we all get praise right we all get likes we all get follows but it says in here verse 14 for us that believe in God and Christ Jesus I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made which means I didn't make myself I didn't create myself I'm only beautiful because God Made me this way. So it's taking that little bit and realizing. If you are ugly duckling, start to praise God and tell him, God, I thank you that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You created me this way. You made me to be beautiful. I am not ugly. I am not lower than. I am not less than. You said I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am loved and dearly cared for by my father. Speak those things that be not as though they already are. If you don't believe those things, you still might have just that little bit of faith. You got to start adding all those scriptures together. That makes sense. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So if you don't feel beautiful, you better have faith that you got you're gonna have some substance and hope for that you're gonna find yourself feeling beautiful after you read these scriptures. And it's not even beauty. Beauty is I think is so can be so vain if it's seen as the world because the world only sees certain things as beautiful, I think. Um, not everyone in the world, but things that are beautiful we find on the inside of our heart. And I think God Checks our heart because he knows when there's ugliness in your heart. You know what I mean? We all have been the ugly duckling, okay, in some way, shape, or form. But I think it's so important to know that God is is the one that created us, and it's okay to find yourself beautiful and fearfully made. He said you were made fearfully, you were wonderfully made. Those are big words, and I think sometimes people get so weird about t- certain words that are used. But God. His wording is even powerful. You know, love is a powerful word. He said our frame was not hidden from him. It's like, A lot of times we give, you know, people give credit to parents. Oh, y'all kids, they look just like you. No, 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 no. They have traits of their parents, perhaps, but because they came through these two vessels. But we were created by God. That's who we praise. You know, he made us. He wanted our eyes to look the way he is. Our toes. The I look at, you know, when you go and you go into the bank or different places where they need your fingerprint everybody's fingerprint is different like i just wanna it just makes me think about how marvelous he is that he even knows the numbers on our heads like we are all his babies like you know what i mean when a mom knows her baby she knows the baby in and out she knows when she's hungry she knows when she's tired she knows everything about her but just imagine god times 500 Knowing even more than that mother knows about that child because he created that child. That's why when Hannah got Samuel, she gave that child back to the Lord. Because she knew this was my baby that God gave me to me. Now I got to give him back. So it's just like finding ourselves in the beauty of God's creation is so important. He wanted me to share with that with you today. Like if you feel like the ugly duckling, I've, as I have felt. I was called ugly when I was little. Um, just to piggy, uh, go backtrack. Um, but I don't know. It might have just stuck. But I... I don't know if it it really stuck as much because I, I feel like my mom was so good and I praise God for my mom about telling me how pretty I was. She she would put that seed and she planted that seed in me and even though there were, there were times where I didn't feel like I was as pretty as the next girl or whatever, you know, I started to realize, I was like, we're all different. We're all beautiful. Or I don't have to have her type of hair to feel like I'm beautiful. We're different. We could admire everyone else's beauty and tell them how beautiful and pretty they are and, 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 and admire that. But my mom was really good about that. It was, I think, that aspect of not feeling beautiful because I didn't get those affirmations from my father because he had passed away when I was six years old. So like, you know, trying to find that in men or trying to, get that from men or you know even feeling weird when my brother told me you know told other people oh my sister's so pretty it was just like huh like it was weird because I didn't never really get that affirmation from my father so even to hear him say that to me was like you think I'm pretty like you know you're some p- siblings don't really talk about each other we used to call each other bad names and god I thank god that I repented for that like we were bad me and my brothers I ain't gonna lie but I'm thankful for that because man like my brother sees me as pretty and I can take that as like you know I am beautiful I'm pretty but I'm hoping that people see the prettiness of my heart as opposed to any cocky or arrogant or prideful thoughts that I have about me because I didn't even create myself so it's just like you know how people be going around doing stuff to people I'm like you know anything can happen to your face <laughs> you know you know anything can happen to your 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 little legs that you think is so fly you modeling out there on these streets your leg can get broken. what God be teaching this le- le- uh, levels of humility too you're just like girl but you got scars <laughs> like you know I'm just kidding around but no I think God wanted me to just break this down for everyone because um I think we just need to be reminded of the beauty of ourselves and I think sometimes even parents and mothers you know sometimes you could put yourself aside for your child and I know a lot of moms are out here slaying like I'll be on Instagram like look at that mama she's in her 50s she had her kids she is she's doing it or it'd be a mom that just had her baby and she's got her hair like done and she's in the bat, you know she's in the bed like just gave birth to her child like people are like moms now don't look raggedy or homely okay (laughs) they are like fresh out of the womb fresh off the runway and I think it's beautiful you know like you should be feeling your best self and you know taking the time to get yourself together not just for the gram let's just say but because you love and you care about yourself and I think back in the day sometimes moms would put themselves aside and they you know I worked with women that were pregnant and sometimes they would just not look their best self because they were trying to just give so much time and energy to their baby they didn't even have time to put on makeup they didn't even have time to shower I was like oh lord teach me how to do these things now and to time manage because it's not as easy you know but I just wanted to remind you that because of your faithfulness you are still beautiful the beauty of your heart is doing for others in service and I think that's why I I love reading about the Proverbs 31 woman because it doesn't really talk about her beauty you know I can go and reference that but I don't recall it saying anything about her beauty It's talking about her doing and her service and I think that's what makes her beautiful is service to others you know and I think having a heart like God you know we don't adorn ourselves with all of these jewels and stuff and God created these things for us to enjoy you know but and materialistic things. I mean, we've all, you know, gotten things that are name brand or whatever here and there, but I just think what's a name in a brand is us. We're fearfully, wonderfully made. You know, what's a name and is a brand is you. You are what matter. I think about when people pass away and I'm not gonna be for you you long, their name is what's on their tombstone right so it's not your brand your business (laughs) you know what you did your husband's name you know you yourself and you were the brand what did you do with that gap you know nobody cares about the stuff that you did I mean it'll live on for legacies if you're you know a company that's lasting for throughout the years but it's like your name is the end you know you put your name there and I think that's even so powerful that when you're born it's so important that you put a birth certificate together and when you die the birth the death certificate and it's like there's that in between you know Um, being fearfully, wonderfully made is such a powerful thing. And I, I, I just hope that we start to feel that way about ourselves. And, you know, sometimes I could look at myself in ways that I'm like, and I'll look at a picture, you know, I remember this lady, looked at a picture of me and and we were talking and it was when I was going through a lot um when I was living in Oregon and she was just like something in your spirit has changed and she just looked at that in a picture and she didn't even know me that was the first day I met her but I was just like a picture could read a thousand words and I think sometimes people can see things in you that have changed even over throughout time and I know that I look at some pictures of like how I was in college (laughs) ratchet That'll be another segment (laughs) to now. And I'm like, I am so not that same person. Thank God for salvation and grace. And God is so loving that he'll even let you go your own way for a little bit (laughs) until you choose to serve him and do what he's asked you to do. Um, But I just, I feel like I feel so different, you know, and there's things God is still shedding off in my life. Don't get me wrong. I am not a perfect person and never will be. None of us will be. But I just even see. A change in my heart and I think it's beautiful I think it's love and I think it's just self awareness of who I am and God and not anything else and I think it's so important that we stop seeing what the world sees about us like I, I, my heart kind of kind of kind of gets a little broken for the young generation that thinks they have to take off their clothes and be on Instagram that thinks they have to be in a bra and panties on Instagram to be famous that thinks oh I gotta post this picture oh I gotta I gotta post this I gotta be in this I gotta be in this Gucci oh lord you know or whatever and I know sometimes people get paid for those things so you gotta you gotta make your your ends and stuff but I'm just thinking like why do we have to settle for less God said you're fearfully wonderfully made he formed you in your mom's womb you don't have to be like the ugly duckling and because you're set apart or uh, out, feel outcasted, you don't fit in anyway. So you might as well just do what's best for you and not, but not in that regard, you know, not in that way. I think it's so important that we look to ourselves with more, more, uh, more of what God has made us to be more, more to speak. I want to be careful and not coming off prideful or self-righteous because people might think that doesn't matter what you think. Cause I know my heart, um, God knows my heart actually, but it's just, Seeing ourselves the way God sees us. If we look at the world's image of what we see, we're going to be trying to please the world in the way that they see us in a mirror. But if we look at God's mirror for us and we see what God says, then we'll start to look the way that God sees us. And then we'll start to activate that the way that God sees us. So I would encourage you to get a mirror, get a mirror (laughs) and look in that mirror and literally ask God, what do you see? And take five minutes to actually be quiet don't have no noise on don't have instagram on (laughs) but be quiet and ask him god what do you see and let him speak to your heart i'm sure he'll listen and he'll hear you and he'll speak to you about what he sees in you i think sometimes we don't ask god what we what he sees in us and we'll read the scriptures and we're not focused on anything but just trying to get through the day or focus on okay lord let me have a good day you know spiritual fruits i need that but ask him what does he see because sometimes we get clouded with this world and i'm telling you i have too and i don't want the world to, to, to define me god said you're ebony sheree i called you beautiful you god called you fearfully wonderfully made to serve me with your life to make you happy to make you pleased by you know pleased by the things that i do for you not this world this world will perish but only what you even do for me will last only what i do for you will last <laughs> let me flip that one And it's like, dang, that's true, Lord, what you do for me will last because everything that you give me, I'm going to even be able to carry on throughout eternity. And that's the beautiful thing. And I think we need to understand that. So if you're listening today, I want to just encourage you to see the way yourself. God sees you um, and to praise him because he has created something fearful and wonderful. Be blessed today, guys.